You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator-distributed, fan-supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network slash audio. Fall back! Fall back! The barbarians have breached the walls! Fall back! Retreat to Dragon's Gorge! <laughs> We've breached the walls! Oh uh, yeah, we now chief. We're not deaf. Onwards! On to Dragon's! Hang on. Did he just say they were retreating to Dragon's Gorge? Yeah, like I said, we're not deaf. God's sake, Clive! Yeah? Hello, Clive. Tell me, what was that enemy general just shouting about? Something about how the walls were falling, and also that they were retreating. Which means? Which means that once they're trapped inside Dragon's Forge, we can... Oh. Oh, indeed. They're retreating to Dragon's Gorge, Clive! Dragon's Gorge! We're in the wrong fucking place! Well, in all fairness, these maps are really hard to read. The writing's all curly, and the whole thing's very tattered and ancient and practically falling apart. This puts me in a very awkward position. Very awkward. I can't exactly go around balancing all these severed heads back in their bodies now, can I? They keep falling off! You know that! Sorry, Chief. You fucked up one too many times, Clive. Remember when you were in charge of logistics and we ended up trying to cross that bottomless chasm by riding on a flock of giant beagles? Didn't go very well, did it? I've had enough. Hand over your big club and loincloth. You're fired! The sword that explodes. Stupid chief. I was fed up with being a barbarian anyway. My new life is going to be far more civilised. Hello, I am... Uh, uh, Good day to you. I am a simple... Um, I am... Good afternoon. I am a simple... A peaceful goat herd. I am but a simple... Potions! Lovely hot potions! And lovely cold potions. Potions of every temperature. All your alchemical needs catered for. You there, madam. A potion of youth for you, perhaps. I'm only 25. I've got a potion of truth as well, if that would... Fuck off! Good afternoon, sir. Can I interest you in anything? Perhaps a potion of healing for the next time you go into battle? I'm not going into battle. I'm a simple goat herd. A bit too simple by the looks of it. You don't have any goats. I'm actually pre-herding at the moment. I see. It's just... I thought you had the look of a barbarian about you. No. 
I'm civilised now. I don't even wear a loincloth anymore. But only a barbarian would be standing around completely naked in a field of strawberries. Look, what do you want? I want to help you out, my friend. You look like someone who suffered a string of humiliations and is in need of a bit of a livener, if you know what I mean. How did you know that? I don't know. You just seem to have an air of general... failure. Anyway, have a sniff of this. I said I don't need healing. Not physically, maybe, but emotionally. Just something to take the edge off. Oh. Take a swig. First one's free. Christ! That's got some balls. I feel great. Well, as it happens, I'm running low on some of the ingredients for elixirs like this. So I was wondering if you'd be interested in... There's a pop-up apothecary in the village. It just appeared out of nowhere. Amazing. Yeah, but the kind of ingredients I need, you can't really get from a local shop. I'm a cutting-edge experimental alchemist, and I need to source a lot of these things myself. And that means travelling to places that aren't on any maps. Maps? Oh, you're better off without them. Nothing but trouble. And I could do with some muscle to back me up. Somebody willing to put on some clothes, pick up a blunt instrument, and get back out there. I'm not into mindless violence anymore, I'm afraid. It wouldn't be mindless violence. It would be highly focused violence. Absolute precision, carnage. Yeah? People will say, did you see that? The deafness of that devastating blow to the jaw. The artful shape of that puddle of blood. This guy knows exactly what he's doing. Will they? All day long. They will never shut up about it. Well, the goat herd business isn't really taking off anyway. It's actually quite difficult. So you're in? Great stuff. My name's Lily. Okay. And you are? Oh, right. I'm Clive. Glad to make your acquaintance, Clive. Now take this potion of trousers and we'll get going. I don't understand why you can't just get another big club. No. My barbarian days are behind me. No more clubs. I want a lovely shiny mace. Or maybe some kind of fancy warhammer. Well, let's head to the blacksmiths anyway. They'll have a range of death-dealing blunt instruments. Maybe I'll also need a morning star for the really specialist jobs. What's a morning star? I don't know, but I've heard they're well good. Hang on, I'll have a scroll through my tome. Hmm, a morning star is a spiked ball which may be attached directly to a stick or onto the end... Actually, that sounds a bit complicated. Also, spikes are not blunt. True. Can your tome also tell us the way to the blacksmiths, then? Nah, we'll just listen out for him at work. Ah! Me face! Me face is burning! Ah, that'll be him. Hello, you must be the blacksmith. Ah! Fuck! Ah! Me hair! Quick, drink this. Wow! I feel great! The pain's gone and I think... Yeah, me face is all healed up. Quick, pay me a hundred gold quid. 
A hundred? But I haven't got a hundred. Quick, stand there while Clive looms menacingly over you until you pay up. I don't do looming any... Quiet, Clive. I honestly haven't got that kind of money. But I'll repay you somehow. You saved me from an even nastier burn than usual there. I think I need to stop trying on the helmets while they're still molten. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Well, anyway, you can still pay us back by giving us your best mace or warhammer. Oh, sorry. I don't do weapons. You're a blacksmith, but you don't do weapons. No, none at all. But you do helmets. Yeah, and shields and armour. I'm a purely defensive artisan. What's the point of that? It's a tax dodge, to be honest with you. Town council charges a big levy on the sale of offensive weapons. Clive doesn't go in for armour. You can barely get him to wear anything at all. What he really needs is something for dishing out violence. Well, I could do you a buckler. It's a type of circular shield with a hard, knobbly bit in the middle for smashing people in the face with. It's both practical and stylish. Yeah, but what's the accuracy like? Not great. You're basically just hoping for the best. That was disappointing. Tell me about it. I'm a potion down now. I was really looking forward to hefting a mace in my hand. It'll make a difference from hefting your bollocks in your hand all the time. Sorry about that. I just need something to hold on to, otherwise I'll get really agitated. We'll find you a weapon somewhere. Don't worry. Did I hear you say you were looking for a weapon, good lady? You have suspiciously good hearing, mister. Who are you? And would you like to buy one of these potions? No, thank you, madam. You should do. They're great. Ah, that's the stuff. That's another 20 on your tab, Clive. But what I could do is help you and your hulking friend with... I'm not hulking. I've left all that behind me. That's not how it works. My name is Roger Longtongue. And if you would accompany me to the local inn, I can show you a few choice pieces I recently liberated from their owners. Ah, you're a thief then? No, I'm a rogue. Pretty much the same thing, isn't it? <sighs> Hardly. A rogue is considerably more multi-skilled. One needs to diversify. Gig economy, you see. Theft must be used in conjunction with other talents. So what are these other talents then? Well... I've recently branched out into seducing rich aristocratic ladies and then, come the morn, making off with their valuables. The actual thievery element of the operation has to lie dormant overnight until it can come into effect. Thus, roguedom is achieved. Now, about my offer of trade, what say you? I suppose we'll set the starting price at one potion per weapon. But then it will depend... Excuse me, but I'll do the bartering round here. You can't do bartering on your own, mate. I stand corrected, madam. And also in a stream of piss. Oh, for crying out loud, where is that coming from? That horse over there. My God, it's like the old legend says, watch for the sign of the pissing horse. I've not heard that. Me neither. All my mates used to quote it. It's like an omen. An omen of what? A sign that some kind of dark and scary magic is afoot. Not a sign that you're about to be pissed on by a horse, then. You don't actually believe in magic, do you? He's right. There's no such thing as magic. 
What about that potion you sold to that guy on the way into town and it made him turn into a minotaur and he charged off into the distance? No, that's science, mate. Oh, okay. I still think we should watch out, though. You must let go of your primitive superstitions if you want to survive in the modern world, my good fellow. So then, the inn? Let us get a drink first, shall we? I'll have a pint of whatever ale they've got. Excellent. A woman who knows how to live. After months of dealing with all those fragile old crones, will just about drink a teaspoonful of sherry if you really persuade them. Barkeep, three pints of dangling tendril if you'd be so good. And may we take one of them out to our companion who is guarding this lady's cart? You can, but it'll be an extra ten gold quid deposit for the glass. Fair enough. A tenner for the glass. This is a micro-tavern. They have all kinds of overheads. I'm assuming you're paying, seeing as you brought us here. Fine, fine. I understand the concept of business expenses, don't you worry. Just as you probably give away the odd free sample of your potions, I expect. It has been known. Depends what type, though. If you want to try the immortality potion, for example, you've got to pay. I see, yes. Very shrewd. There you are, sir. Excuse me. Sorry, can I just... Sorry. Right then, shall we... Guys, guys, I think we better go. You're supposed to be keeping an eye on my cart, Clive. Yeah, I was, but this guy was giving it funny looks, like he wanted to steal it, so I beat him to a pulp with great precision, like you said. Uh, right. And then an angry mob of about 20 guys began to gather, so I kicked the shit out of all of them extremely accurately. Did you? And then the local militia, at least 200 strong, came storming towards me. And after completely annihilating 199 of them in a controlled and discerning manner, I got a bit knackered. And the one remaining militia man was saying, You're in trouble now, son. So I think we'd better go. I don't want to be in trouble. Well, neither do I particularly. Did he give any clue as to what kind of trouble? No, he, he just ran off. Probably a wise move. If in doubt, run off. That's my motto. And as he was running off, he looked over his shoulder with a a look that made me feel a bit wobbly. Interesting combination. I've never tried that. I tend to focus all my energy on running off. I think we might have to turn down your offer, Roger, and just make a discreet exit. Come on, Clive. Uh, Mr Longtong? Would you mind not interrupting me? These three pints of powerful meat still stand before me. You can't go into a serious drinking operation like this unless you have all your wits about you. And are you going to pay for those drinks? Uh, No. You what? I'm a lovable rogue, you see. (laughs) Well, apart from being a highly subjective super K, being lovable doesn't actually count as legal tender round here. Well, you should have been more focused on the rogue part. Farewell. Wait, wait, chaps. What is it, Roger? Can I come with you? Mm. You never know when you might need to acquire things by, you know, well, alternative methods. No offence, Clive, but you can sometimes draw a little too much attention. 
Why can't everybody just leave me alone? It's like being back with the barbarians. Clive, you twat this, and how have you managed to fuck this up again, Clive, that? I told you, I've left all that behind. Yes, well, anyway, how about it then? Can I tag along? I think we're developing a real dynamic. We could make a nice little group. We aren't really a group. We're all grouped together. I'd say that was an encouraging start. What do you mean, a start? Well, I sort of assumed you were trying to develop yourselves into a famous party of heroes and bag all the really big adventures. It's all the rage these days. That doesn't really interest me, to be honest. But you can come along with us if you like. You do realise that as soon as word reaches the next town of a group... We're not a group. ...of a loosely connected trio such as us, candidates will be lining to join our number. Why? That town is well known for its aspiring adventurers. People always talk of the wannabe warriors in that town that's over there, the other side of the field. There. You know something? I'm starting to think towns need to have actual names. Don't be absurd. Can't treat a town like a pet. And there's enough stuff written on maps already. It would just confuse everyone even more. Everyone, Clive? Yeah, everyone. God, I hate maps. All right, all right. Well, anyway, if these people are really that eager, we can check them out and see if there's anybody worth hooking up with. Do you like the sign? Instead of desire to live unnecessary, I think we should say desire to live optional. It's less bleak. I really think the first question should be... Do you own a sword? Let us ask the questions, Clive. Your skills, although of great value, are more physical than verbal. By the way, what do we think of this two-table interview setup? Not too formal. Not at all. I saw something similar during a village telling contest once. Although they made the participants stand to talk and perform before they were judged by a panel of uh, supposed experts. It was a bit painful to watch, if I'm honest. Especially when they stoned the losers to death. Great. Let's get started then. Okay, who's first? And you are? Skull Smasher, the Orc. Intriguing. We'll probably need some skulls to be smashed at some point. Although, don't you Orcs have a bit of a reputation for being difficult to work with? On account of the aggressive bloodthirstiness? It is correct, as you will no doubt come to see, that I am constantly at war with my true nature. But I believe that embarking on a series of lengthy quests with a band of adventurers who I will eventually call brothers will allow me to discover previously unknown and hidden depths about myself. Also, I take a lot of heroin. It really helps to keep me calm. So everything will be fine. Until I run out of heroin, and then you won't want to be anywhere near me. Are you on heroin now? Oh yeah, but we can call it dream juice, or some other euphemism. Whatever you like. I'm sorry, but it's going to have to be a no, I'm afraid. We already have one bloodthirsty warrior. I told you, I'm not a bloodthirsty warrior anymore. I... Yes, yes, you've left it all behind. Tell that to the 199 officers of the law you recently massacred, which is why we're here in the first place. So, Mr Skullsmasher, I can't really see what else you bring to the table apart from substance addiction, which normally I'm all for, but I'm running short of key ingredients. Hence the interviews. 
Well, he'd have been pretty damned useful if we needed any tables upending. Ah, a sexy elf. Perfect. How dare you? But you're hardly wearing anything. This is my people's traditional funeral dress, you insensitive bastard. I am mourning the loss of my brother. He fell at the Battle of the Twelve Thousand Armies. Shameful defeat. And a logistical nightmare. Next! I am a gentle giant whose immense height is only matched by the size of my heart. Otherwise you'd be dead. Yeah. What are your skills? Standing around. Next. Hello? A gnome. I presume you're applying to be the thief. Sorry, we've already got a thief. Rogue. All right. Rogue. That is unbelievably racist. I'm actually a prostitute, thank you very much. Is that right? Because I have a lot of love to give. And I can take a lot of love. Come on, let's get out of here. Ah, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, if you're into that. A dwarf! Always useful in Battle of Dwarves. Fearless. Anyone want a flag and a veil? It's only 10am, so no thanks. <sighs> Suit yourself. I'm on me 12th. Don't worry, the smaller you are, the more you can drink. It's actually the opposite. Oh. Must be why I'm shit-faced all the time then. <laughs> Wait, I've heard about individuals like this. Their appearance of a hopeless alcoholic belies their tremendous skill with a blade. Take up your axe, good dwarf, and show us what you can do. You see that wooden post yonder? I would like you to hit that with your finely crafted weapon. What is that? 25 yards? More like 10. What's he doing? I believe he's lining up the shot. Right. It's just that he's taking ages about it. And he keeps swaying all over the place. Patience, my dear. Patience. All part of the process. Look, here we go. He is drawing back his arm and... Oh dear. Okay, thank you very much. We'll be in touch. How? How will you be in touch? We'll uh, send a raven, I expect. But you don't know where I live. Does Clive need to see you out? No. Let's see who we've got left. Fuck me, it's a dragon. Where did you spring from? Magicked my way in. Dragons are magic. No, because there's no such thing as magic. That's right, isn't it, Lily? Yes, that's right. Ah, you got me. I used a ring of disguising. It wasn't a magic ring, though, was it? No, it was a scientific ring. Okay. Just checking. I must say, nobody seems particularly perturbed by your presence. Usually the sight of a dragon sparks abject terror among the locals. They're used to it round here. Place is rife with them. That's why I wanted to get in on this adventuring lark. Can't just fly around all day toasting livestock and hoarding riches like everyone else. I need to separate myself from the herd. 
or swarm or whatever it is. Gaggle? Yeah, separate myself from the gaggle. I completely understand. Diversification is very important. Yeah, again, it has to be a no, I'm afraid. There's a reasonable chance we'll come across the dragon eventually. Perhaps while trying to raid its horde. So it wouldn't look very good if we were hanging around with one, would it? Plus, it'll confuse Clive. He won't know who to bludgeon. I must admit, that is a blow. I had my heart set on an adventuring lifestyle. I suppose I'll just have to go home and sit on my big pile of gold. That usually cheers me up. Oi! Sorry. Pack it in. Oh, sorry. Bloody dragons. You know something? I don't think we need anyone else. We're pretty multi-talented as it is, aren't we? Maybe. But anyway, it's pretty obvious that if we hire anyone else, things are going to get worse. Things are going to get worse anyway. What? Who are you? It's that guy who said I was in trouble. Yes, and you're still in trouble. Oh no. Yeah. Can we just clarify once and for all exactly what sort of trouble this is? Unpleasant trouble. Lily, I'm in unpleasant trouble. All of you are in unpleasant trouble. Surely I'm not in unpleasant trouble, am I? Unpleasant trouble knows no boundaries and shows no mercy. It will engulf you all. I still think this trouble is quite vague. What? The nature of the trouble was outlined literally moments ago. Unpleasant, no boundaries, no mercy. I can't really express it any clearer than that. Yes, but what does that really mean? (sighs) Look, suffice to say... It's not going to be pleasant for you lot. Well, you need to be more precise with your threats. We could have very differing concepts of unpleasant. I keep seeing Clive's knackers and I consider that pretty unpleasant. It will be considerably more unpleasant than that. A clear tenfold increase in unpleasantness. You're going to punish us with a collection of ten ill-concealed sweaty scrotums? Well, no, obviously not. Well, what then? Look, just wait there. I need to speak to my line manager to get some clarification on this issue. Although, actually, he's dead, thanks to your mate. And his boss. And his boss as well, come to think of it. But once I've worked out who my superior is, then you're really in trouble. But what kind of trouble? Just shut up and don't move. Disembodied voice. My voice is not disembodied. I have the magnificent, muscular, rippling body of a young man. (laughs) I am a wonder to behold. Why have you got the voice of an old woman, then? Is it a curse? Yes, the curse of steroids. Anyway, come across the street. You can hide in my house. Thank you, madam. You're welcome. And perhaps you could 
do me a kindness in exchange for my invaluable help? Well, it was three of us and one of him, so, I mean... I am in need of a band of adventurers to help me. This again. Look, we are not a band of adventurers, and we don't want to get dragged into running your bullshit errands. Yes, the only kind of adventures we're interested in are the ones that are really easy and we can get done in an afternoon. I'd like you to find my cat. I'll throw in a few gold quid for your trouble. Well, maybe we could have a bit of a look for it. Is it an enchanted cat? No, it's a standard cat. It won't have gone far. All right, we're in. (coughs) Quiet. You've caused us enough trouble, thank you very much. Honestly, that fucking mountain of a thousand giant flame-vomiting wolves. More trouble than it's worth. Adventures are awful. I told you, we have to avoid them at all costs. Yes, yes, absolutely. My arms and legs are still on fire. Is that a problem? Explodes was created and written by Ollie Allsop and Nick Briggs. It starred John Barron as Roger, Gillian Horgan as Lily, and Steve Kent as Clive. Also starring Holly Gillanders, Keith Gwynn, Tom Slatter, Kevin Watkins, and Elise White. It was directed and produced by Keith Gwynn, Nick Briggs, and Ollie Allsop. The theme music was composed and performed by Stefan Ingalls, and the ambient sounds were supplied by Michael Gelfi. Best of luck to all of them, you bastards! Hi, this is Arif Silverman, and I wanted to let you know that my radio play, Black Blade, is now available to stream on the Fantasy Network. The play chronicles the apex of a decades-long witch hunt and includes ancient forests, wyverns, and magic swords. A diverse cast of characters and team members tell a subversive, timely story about a world racked with political and environmental struggles. I hope you'll tune in. TFN Audio. Creator distributed, fan supported.